The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPNNBA to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Currently 1137 on the East Coast. It is Wednesday, October 27th, getting closer and closer to November and the holidays. This is getting crazy. Um, We're going to go through the 10-game schedule today, guys. Like we mentioned, we're going to be cranking these out Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, joining me as usual to break it all down, the man that is on absolute fire to start the season, picking the games, Terrell Furman. Terrell, how you doing, buddy? What up? What up? I'm I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. You know, last time we was here, I went seven one and one. Uh, I got a bad number on the Bulls game. Everybody cashed the Bull game. I pushed so. Uh, it's cool, happy about that. But we 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 feeling good. We feeling good. Cash my dog, cash the yeah. best bet. We on fire. Like I told you, we cashing checks checks all season, all season long. How, how's your uh, how's your picks over on tally side going, man? You need to touch yourself a little bit. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. You know I'm hitting. Uh, what am I at? Fifty five percent right now. I think. I thought I, thought I was yeah. like at eighty percent last night. Oh mind? no no that was for the week that was for the week oh okay for the week I hit the set because I was seven one and one and then uh I was like five and one the day before so that was for the week no I started off slow like the first few days I was bad so uh and then I had a two and three night yesterday Tuesday that was tough I had I was on the wrong side of some bad beats half Lakers minus four and a half came in at four uh what the Golden State came in at what eight I had a nine and a half yeah. And then Joker got hurt, so that blew it for the Nuggets, man. Yeah. But you know, it is what it, I'm still 55 percent hitting 55 percent of the games. You know, yeah. Uh, wish we had a, a drop, a ka-ching drop. <laughs> gonna... I know, yeah. We're gonna have to get a soundboard, like a like uh, like. Oh yeah, Sean soundboard is coming soon. Oh, a soundboard yeah. is definitely coming soon for the people. I need to be able to hit my drop whenever. So oh, there you go. Best believe the soundboard is coming soon. Yeah, Terrell got us covered with the soundboard, so I'm I'm loving it for sure, man. Um, yeah, like we said, you know, NBA gaming podcast, we're going to be starting cranking these out. We have a great schedule down, um, for, for, for the season now. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting this out, uh, and working with all the, all the co-hosts and the guests that we're going to have throughout the, uh, NBA season. So me and Terrell are going to be here consistently every week to break it all down. Hopefully make you guys some money and, uh, we'll go from there. So 
Um, Terrell, we have a, what, 10-game schedule here tonight, man. I think um, we're going to go through every single game for sure and get you a side and total uh, prediction as usual, what side we're leaning, best bets as usual at the end. And Terrell, I'm sure we'll have a parlay for the people and also uh, best bets at the end. So, Terrell, absolutely. let's dive right into it, man. Uh, Let's start with the Charlotte Hornets as a road favorite going into the lowly Orlando Magic, currently seeing a line of the Hornets favored by minus five and a half. Total of 220. Terrell, where are you going with this game, man? I'm on Charlotte, man. Come on now. This line is way too – I think because they're the Charlotte Hornets, like we just think of the Charlotte Hornets and we think of them being a bad team and, you know, why this line is – so why is this line not ten, double digits? Why is – every single other line against the Magic has been double digits this season and you get the Hornets and they're minus five and a half? There's no way that's enough points. No way that's not enough points for uh, – what is this? It's a Magic team that is 1-3 ATS right now yep. and uh, 27th in the league in scoring and 98.2 points per game. They're allowing uh, 113 point, uh, points per game in scoring. So they're last in, st- in opponent turnovers. They're not get turn, uh, forcing turnovers on defensive end. They don't play defense. Like, that's ultimately what it is. They don't play defense. And it's because it's a young team and they just – uh, struggle on that side of ball right now. So I think that, you know, this Charlotte offense is second in the NBA in scoring. They are high-flying. Miles Bridges is having what looks like is going to be considered a most improved player of the year type of season. Like, that's the type of season he's having. And if he keeps this up for the duration of the season, he's definitely winning most improved. So yeah, um, I don't see <clears> – <throat> I don't see Orlando keeping up here. I think Charlotte minus five and a half is the way to go. Yeah, he's he's looking really good. Uh, is Miles Bridges, and I think that, like you mentioned, that because the name of the Charlotte Hornets is probably what's keeping this game back or this total. Sorry, this uh, spread to be higher than it, what it should be. But kind of take a look at the injury report. Um, Terry Rozier. I mean, he's already been out for a couple games here, so no. Uh, no surprise there. He's down for PJ Washington is out for tonight's game against the Orlando Magic. Uh, for the Orlando Magic, the usual names are out. Uh, Chumo Kiki, Etwan Moore, Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz, and uh, MCW Michael Carter-Williams are all out for this game. But you know, like we talked about, uh, and Terrell, I think you also mentioned that with this Orlando Magic team that maybe midway through the season or towards the tail end of the season after All-Star break is a team that may start being more competitive and covering games early on in the season. Again, I think with the new head coach, they're still going to be figuring things out, and they haven't been that great um, against the spread or even in their first four games here. So I agree with you. I'm going to take the Hornets minus the five and a half here. Uh, any thoughts on the total? Um, Not really, because I just don't know if I trust this Magic team to score. Yeah, that was gonna, uh, I was going to say that. I hopefully they can. If I had to make a lane, I'd make a lane towards the over because if you look at the numbers, Charlotte right now is allowing 117 points per game. That's 27th in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, so it seems Charlotte is, you know, going to live by their offense and die by their defense. And mm-hmm. so that could open the door for opportunity for the Magic. But I, I truly think Charlotte gets out and the Magic never keep up. Yeah, this one's a little tricky for me also on, on, on the total here. So I'll lean – I'll lean with the over also, but it's just, again, it's going to be uh, a tale of two teams that are pr- pretty much opposite in possessions per game and pace, right? 
Charlotte right now, number six, averaging about close to 110 possessions per game. And then Orlando is number 29 out of 30 teams that are ranked 29 possessions. So, again, whoever dictates the pace here, I think uh, we'll find out more about this total. But uh, not not going to bet that total, but I do like Charlotte here, minus five and a half on the road going into Orlando. Moving on to the next game, Terrell, let's go to one of the great matchups of tonight, maybe the game of the night. Uh, the Miami Heat going uh, to Brooklyn, uh, where the Brooklyn Nets are favored by four points, total of 218 and a half. Um, this is locked potential for me, but I'll let you uh, kick things off here, man. What do you got for this game? Lock potential. I'm, I'm, oh, wait, no, no, no. You can't say that and then throw it to me like that. <laughs> like, what? Okay, no. I'll, I'll lead it off here. I'm going with the Miami Heat here, man. And I think that they've had, they have this game scheduled or circled on their schedule. I don't think it means much to the Brooklyn Nets. Miami Heat, we've talked about in the, uh, in the uh, preseason shows about how high I was on this team and, and uh, bringing in Kyle Lowry, you brought in PJ Tucker. You have some great shooters. You have Bam Adebayo, who's kind of underrated on this team because of the names that they have. Jimmy Butler is off to a great start this season for the Miami Heat, and I think that the offensive issues right now, especially with James Harden not getting the calls that he's usually gotten in the past, is starting to catch up with him. He's not shooting the ball well. I just wondered where this Brooklyn Nets team would be without Patty Mills. Yeah, and we're yeah, not talking no, about they, him enough because he's been yeah, knocking no. down three point shots after three point shots for this team. Absolutely, and been that third scorer for this Brooklyn Nets team. But you have this Miami Heat team coming in that's going to be one of the best, if not the best, defensive team in the entire NBA. I mentioned they have a whole bunch of dogs on this team. I like them going in. Uh, to uh, Brooklyn here tonight to take care of business. I'm going to take the plus four as my lock. Um, and then I'm also going to sprinkle it on some on that plus 145, plus 150 money line, man. I really like Miami Heat here tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, no. Hey, that's exactly, exactly what I'm on, exactly what I'm thinking. Like this Miami Heat team is looking like the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah, they really are. Uh, and they haven't had Kyle Lowry for this whole stretch, which just makes it even more, you know, mind-blowing. And then imagine when Victor Oladipo comes back and yeah. what this team is going to look like when they get him back out there. So uh, they're first in opponents, in opponents' points per game, 90, uh, 95 points allowed. Uh, they're second in opponents' three-point percentage, 27.2%. Um, man, they're third in rebounding. Their seventh in opponents' turnovers. Like this team is active on the defensive end, and that generates their offense. Like yeah. that is that is how they play. The defense generates their offense, and that's how they can um, be able to score so many points. Thirteenth in points per game in the NBA. And so, no, I love this Miami Heat team. Like you said, I don't think this is a really big get-up spot for Brooklyn. Brooklyn truly, honestly, doesn't care how they start this season because they know that, you know, when they get into the playoffs, it's going to be a different story. Yeah. And uh, with everything going on in Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving and all that other stuff off the field and, you know, you're starting to hear maybe there's some disgruntledness in that locker room over, over this and all that, so – uh, I don't think that that's anything that's going to be long term, but I just think that, you know, they're not everybody's head is not in it in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. I'm on Miami here plus the four sprinkle on the money line. Uh, this is going to be a good game. 
Yeah. This is going to be a really good game. And even if Brooklyn pulls it out, there's no way that it's over a possession. Like they're, Miami's going to go with them toe-to-toe, going to give it to them uh, the best they can and make this um, really, really close and down to the wire. This could be a, a Brooklyn Nets team that could easily be 0-4 or at least 1-3 if the Sixers did blow a lead in that fourth quarter where the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nets ended the game on a 15-1 run against the Sixers the other night. So, again, cause for concern for Brooklyn, especially trying to figure things out without having their one of their superstar players on this team. Miami Heat team, for all the reasons that you just mentioned about you know all the great stats they have against um, on the defensive end especially, I think it's going to be a great game. Do you have any uh, player props uh, for this game or a, a uh, uh, lean on the total here? Um, I'm looking. I'm looking at Duncan Robinson because I'm just like Duncan Robinson. Where have you been at this whole year? Uh, this feels like a game that he gets up for on the road. He just gets open and has the opportunity. Um, so maybe this is the Duncan Robinson game. Kyle Lowry, I feel like, has to put on a show. Uh, especially if he gets James Harden as his number one defender, he's got to put on the show and put up a lot of points in this game. I think that this is going to be a game that the stars get up for, basically. I think yeah. the stars definitely get up for this game. And so uh, just some things to note uh, mm-hmm. player prop-wise, Brooklyn 29th, 27th in the NBA in points allowed to the power four position and 28th to rebounds allowed in the power four position. So uh, – May, if you kind of take that and kind of hybrid that with a center, then maybe Bam has a good day mm-hmm. today. Maybe Bam looks really good. Uh, maybe P.J. Tucker um, comes in and, you know, snags a number of boards. You know, I was on P.J. boards towards the playoff run last year, and yeah. that, that cashed a lot for me. So maybe something like that comes in, in useful tonight because this is not a good rebounding team in Brooklyn. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, I was recording with Scott earlier about the, on the player propcast for the tonight's games. Uh, one of his plays was Bam Adebayo uh, over nine and a half boards for this game. I think you could get it at minus 105. So there's no reason why yeah. Bam should be able to grab these rebounds against his front court of the Brooklyn Nets. So, uh, again, like we mentioned, Terrell and I both looking forward to this game tonight, both on the same side here. Um, love uh, This is a lock potential for me for sure. And probably the dog of the day also. So definitely going to be excited to watch this game here tonight. Uh, any final thoughts for this game, Terrell? You want to move on to the next one? Uh, no, nah, let's go. Let's go on. Let's go on. All right. Let's get to game number three for tonight. We have the Indiana Pacers uh, going up to Canada to take on the Toronto Raptors, who are a small uh, home favorite of minus one, currently seeing a total of 215. Uh, Terrell, where are you at with this game? <sighs> I struggle because I'm not 100% certain who the Raptors are. Yeah. Uh, they they sometimes show flashes. Like, there's certain points in the games where I'm like, holy crap, okay, this Raptors team is all right. Like, they look – like, they almost they almost won that Bulls game. They, yeah. they almost won that game outright. And so, um, I don't really know. And then Indiana's defense is really what's killing me. Indiana is 26 in opponent's points per game, 117 points per game. And it's just like, all right, we know Indiana can put up points. We know they can score. They have a lot of guys to go to. They got the rookie Chris Darte, who was balling early yep. on in the season. You know, mm-hmm. Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon are going to go get theirs. But uh, this Toronto team is predicated on defense. So if they can play some really tough defense and, you know, hold this Pacers team, then I think that the Pacers defense is going to give them an out and let them score at will. So, 
I was leaning Indiana before I came here, but I think I'm talking myself into Toronto. I think this is a spot that Toronto can get up for at home. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is a, a clash of two different styles here, right? And and we talk about um, – we look at pace, right? Indiana, number four in the league. Toronto, number 26. I think that, you know, like you just said, that Toronto is going to have to pride themselves or are priding themselves on the defensive end because they have some offensive issues, especially mm-hmm. not having Siakam in this lineup. I think that Indiana is prone to giving up points for all the great stats that you just mentioned about Indiana's bad defense. Um, ranking in a lot of these categories in, in the bottoms of the league. And I think that if we're going to see Toronto put up points tonight, it's going to have to be tonight against this bad Indiana Pacers defense. I'm going to lean with the Toronto Raptors here, um, laying the one point at home. I think this will uh, be a close game for sure. The line is indicative of that. But I think this is a good spot for Toronto's offense to really come out and, and play well because they haven't really in this uh, – in the season so far uh any player props uh for this game terrell or a lean uh on the total here um yeah i'm prayer prop wise i'm looking at fred van fleet fred van fleet's got to have a game today yep like he has he has to have a game today he's got to go out there he's got to prove that contract um he's looked okay during the season you know last game he pulled out a double double with 15.17 assists like that 17 assists is crazy by the way like yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous that he that he pulled that off but i gotta see him take over scoring wise no more like kyle lowry is not there anymore you are yeah. the guy like you, you kyle lowry is not there pascal siakam's out this is your team you are the guy you got to go out there and get a bucket when the team needs a bucket yeah. and uh, if you're not that, then this team isn't going anywhere, and that's indicative of their one and three record. So you can get everybody else involved as much as you want, but you got to come over there and take over. So I'm looking at Fred Van Fleet here. Hopefully he has a day. Um, I'll be interested in his points prop because they really need to step up. They're going to win this game. He's really going to yep. step up. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So this was my best bet on the podcast today. So I'll go ahead and mention it on the NBA Game of the Podcast here with Terrell. I'm glad you mentioned him because he is my best bet um, on, on the propcast there. Um, points and assists, Fred Van Vliet over 25 and a half. I think that's way too low for a guy that can probably mm-hmm. score 26 points on his own even without having the assists. But he yeah. had 17 in the last game. He's going to be the guy that's going to have the ball in his hands in this offense, right? You mentioned Kyle Lowry now gone to Miami. No Siakam. Van Vliet, this is your team. You need to start scoring points. You need to get your guys in the right spots if you're going to start winning games here. And I think that tonight it's going to have to start against this woeful backcourt defense of the Indiana Pacers. Um, so that's my player prop. Terrell agrees with me, so I'm glad that he does. It makes me feel even more confident about that pick. Um, I'm leaning Toronto here uh, minus a point. I think now that we kind of talked through it, Terrell, you're also kind of leading Toronto here. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaning Toronto uh, just defensively. I think defensively yeah. they could smother Indiana and just make it really, really hard on those guys yeah. to score all those points. And uh, Indiana hasn't showed me anything on defensive-wise that's going to slow down Toronto. Yeah, I agree with you. Let's move on to the next game here. We have the Atlanta Hawks uh, visiting the New Orleans Pelicans here tonight. Currently seeing the Atlanta Hawks favored minus 5.5, getting close to 6 here and over-under of 219 uh terrell where are we going with this game buddy uh atlanta hawks versus the pelicans uh this number feels a hair high 
a little it bit. It feels a tad bit high for an Atlanta Hawks team that I'm not 100% certain that they know how to go on the road and win. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to – and this is not playoff basketball. It's different than going on, – going on the road in playoffs is different than going on the road in regular season. It just right. is. Um, and so we've seen this team be able to go on the road and win games in the playoffs. But can you do it in the regular season where the stakes aren't as high? where you're not playing for your life every single night, where, you know, guys like to take nights off. If, if people hate to admit it, stuff like that, guys like to take nights off. Guys like to – if things get bad early on the road, then they're just kind of cruising to the end of the game and saying, hey, we'll get it back next uh, next game. So I'm not 100% certain who this Hawks team, especially on the road. And because of that, I'm going to lean to the Pelicans and, and these points. I don't necessarily like it as much. Yeah. But I think that uh, Brandon Ingram is being undervalued right now, just prop-wise. He's being yeah. undervalued right now. And uh, in the media as well, that this guy was in the running for most improved player of the year and was basically almost an all-star like he yeah. he had a, a huge case for being an all-star last year and so i think that brandon ingram has the opportunity to go out here and put up anything he wants at will on this Atlanta hawks team and so if he gets off you know Devonte graham to kill uh to kill out xander walker like all these guys like th- this team can keep up with the Atlanta hawks offense so uh i'm leaning i'm leaning with the pelicans i think they keep it close yeah, I agree with you. I think even the last podcast we are mentioning that Atlanta's a great home team, right? But we want to start seeing them improving on the road here. Um, if this was line like if this line was closer to four, um, I would probably lean with the Hawks. But I think this is trending towards getting to six. Anything outside of six, if it gets up to three possessions here in that six uh-huh. and a half seven range, I think it's heading towards that direction. I'll probably pull the plug on the Pelicans here. Um, any opinion on the t- uh, total here of two nineteen? Uh, so I'm leaning towards the over. Yeah. I'm leaning towards the over. I think that there can be a lot of points scored. I think that, uh, this is the spot where you see Graham and Alexander Walker really step up at home in the, you know, the home stadium in front of the home crowd and go off for a barrage of threes, like just go off for a barrage of threes. Like I'm talking three, four threes each type of thing. So, uh, those are two guys that I love in this offense. I think that they're great for their scoring and to take that pressure off of B.I., who uh, commands pressure on his own. Uh, Valachunas, a lot of rebound opportunities with him. So I think that, you know, both of these teams can put up enough points to reach over the, to hit this over. Yeah, I agree with you also, man. I think these are um, – we know what the Atlanta Hawks shooters can do, especially shooting the three-point shot. And, again – Pelicans at home, I'm a little more comfortable with it. Again, their backcourt is their two guys that uh, for sure we kind of need to take a look at. Um, kind of woeful shooting for Devontae Graham <clears throat> in the past two games. He's combined two of 16, um, but that yeah. was on the road. But getting back home here, I think that, you know, where he might be a little more comfortable being in that arena where he's been in this offseason. I know he just got traded from the Hornets to the Pelicans here, but um, I think this is going to be an exciting game to watch. I think closer than we uh, – Closer than the line is probably indicating here. So uh, if you like the Pelicans, I would definitely wait it out. I think this number is going to climb here a little bit um, and then pull the plug on the uh, on the Pelicans here. So I agree with Terrell again. Sneak uh, peek. Uh-huh. Sne- Go ahead. Sneak peek for me. I have a lotto, lotter, a lotto parlay that I'm – a personal lotto parlay that I'm playing. And Devontae Graham, four threes at 
Uh, I think I got it like plus two ninety, something like Ooh. that. Okay. That is on there. That All that right. is that is on there. I, I like Devontae Graham to go off from three today. I think that he's gonna get out that slump if in the home crowd. Okay. Well we'll save that lottery ticket for the end. So uh so to make sure the listeners are gonna listen to the end because uh Terrell is uh notorious for the same game parlays and those those big big uh 10 to 1 plus odds uh uh parlay tickets so we'll save that for the end Terrell we want we want we want to keep the uh listeners on their feet here let's go to the next game here Terrell we got the Washington Wizards headed over to Boston to take on the Celtics here currently seeing a line of minus four and a half uh a home favorite for the Celtics total of 225 uh, which way are you going with this game, Terrell? I'm on Boston. I'm on Boston. I don't like the Wizards team. I don't like this Wizards team. Uh, gosh, man, Kyle Kuzma had just went <laughs> up and down the roller coaster, didn't he? You know, y'all, anybody that caught me last season, like been listening to this since last season, you know I'm a fan of Kyle Kuzma. You know I think Kyle Kuzma is a dog, but boy, oh boy, will he – go up and down the roller coaster all season man i tell you so i don't know what kyle kuzma is going to show up for the wizards tonight and honestly kyle kuzma is probably the x factor for that team and just the additional scoring that he brings and the way he can create offense like kyle kuzma can actually create offense he's been racking up a few number assists this season as well so uh i don't know man i'll i'm i'm with boston I'm with Boston. I'll lay the points with Boston. I don't necessarily like what Boston's been doing over the duration of this season. I feel like they're not playing to their potential, and maybe this is one of those spots at home where they just kind of get up and play to that potential that we know Boston to really be, which is a top-four seed in the East if they actually get their head out their ass. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to roll with Boston here. I think that they got uh, too many weapons. Uh, making sure everybody, make sure everybody's healthy first. Everybody's healthy. And I just like the difference that this team is with Al Horford is out there. Al Horford has been a difference maker for this team. Yeah. I, again, I'm going to go back to Kyle Kuzma. I don't know about you, but he's been a cash cow for me, man, on his rebounding props. The market okay. is setting it at 7.5 every single game. And in the first three games against Toronto, 15 rebounds against the Pacers. He had 11 last game against the Nets. He had 13. And again, I'm seeing a number of seven and a half again for Kyle Kuzma. So I'm going to eat that okay. up again. Seven and a half rebounds. Come on. This guy's getting double digits. I like it. I agree with you about the, the side here though. Boston, it seems like they they finally found their groove here over the past two games here, right? They've won two games in a row here. Um, uh, it was against the Rockets. Again, one of the worst teams in the league. They won by 10. But next night, they went into Charlotte on a back-to-back night in overtime and won by 11 points there. So, I think going back home here, uh, Jason Tatum, again, guy's a freak of an athlete. He he had a bad game, I think, against the Raptors. I'm sorry, against the uh, Knicks there. But ever since then, man, this guy has bounced back. Looks like the superstar that he can be in this league. Jalen Brown, another guy who's absolutely a monster. This guy has – he has the hops. I mean, he's just dunking all over all the defenders – uh, I like this Boston team. It seems like they're getting it together here, so I'm going to lay the points here at home. Minus four and a half against his Wizards team, but I do like Kyle Kuzma over seven and a half rebounds as another player prop for this game. Um, Toro, any other thoughts for this game? 
Yeah, uh, I like Marcus Smart here. I think this is a Marcus Smart game. Okay. Uh, Washington Wizards, 25th in rebounds to the point guard position. I think I I take a stab at a Marcus Smart points, rebounds, and assist prop. I think this is a game where he fills up the stat sheet, gets everybody involved, and able to put up some points as well. Yeah. I think there were the last time, you last, last pod, you mentioned that Marcus Smart is a guy that you probably want to keep an eye on for assist. Uh, for oh, absolutely, uh, for the Celtics. Absolutely. I think I'm currently thinking at four and a half. It's just juice at minus 145. So, if you're able to buy that up to five, probably get uh, less juice on that, probably closer to maybe <clears throat> minus 110 or even money. I think that's a good play. But Terrell likes Marcus Smart points, rebounds, and assists to go over tonight. Let me see if I can find a number on that for um, for Marcus Smart here. Let's see. Um, I do not see it for uh, Marcus Smart, but hopefully they drop that uh, hopefully throughout the day here as we're so early on. Let's take a quick break here, Terrell. We'll come back and we'll get to the final five games of the night, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, best bets and, again, Terrell's lotto lottery ticket parlay for tonight. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever you wager first is WinBet will match it up to $200. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a free $200 bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is your home for the best World Series futures. All season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so improve so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Alright, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves as a six and a half point dog taking on the Milwaukee Bucks, currently seeing a total of 230 and a half. Terrell, where are we at with this game, buddy? Um, okay, so we got the Bucks at home. Bucks at home on minus six and a half. Bucks at home, seven rolls at on the road. And I Bucks will let's quickly home. mention this as you gather your thoughts. Uh, Drew Holiday will be out 
where is listed doubt for this game. So I, I'll be very surprised if he does go tonight. So I, I don't expect Drew Holiday to play here tonight. I also believe uh, Brooke Lopez is also out for this game against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves here. Let me double check that. Yeah, he is also out, and Dante Tivitjins also continues to be out. Semi Ojale and Bobby Portis are probable for this game, so they get a little little bit of depth back uh, for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks at home. People can't see me, but my hand is like super <laughs> high right now. Timberwolves on the road. Can't see it again, but my hand is pretty low right now. I, I'm pretty sure I'm rolling with the Bucks here in this spot, even though I do think the Timberwolves are going to be able to put up points. I think Timberwolves are a better team, and they look really, really uh, look pretty decent. Like coming yeah. out of the gate, um, not really getting on the Timberwolves at all. But I just don't like them in this road spot going over. Um, to Milwaukee and, you know, trying to pull, keep this close. I think that this is one of those games that the Bucks kind of – the Timberwolves are riding with them. The Timberwolves are keeping up with them. Anthony Edwards is probably going to go crazy again. He's been unconscious from three recently yeah. uh, and been jacking, just been jacking him up. So Anthony Edwards probably goes off again. But I just think that, you know, even with Drew Holiday out, you know, Giannis going up against uh, – Cat, I think that that's going to be a matchup to watch, and I think that's going to entertain us throughout throughout the game. But Chris Middleton is the X factor for me. I don't know who they have that's going to slow down Chris Middleton at all. It's not going to be Pat Bev. He's not hmm. – Pat, Pat Bev is not playing defense against Chris Middleton and holding him at all. I don't yeah. think so. So I'm just like – I don't know who they have that's going to slow down Chris Middleton. I think this is a, a Chris Middleton get-right game. Yeah, and Chris Milton has looked pretty good in the last two games, right? I mean, he got off to a slow start in the first two games, uh, at least shooting-wise, but over the last two games, he's uh-huh. been 9 of 17 in each game, and he's dropped 27 and 28. So, yeah, and, he, and he's gotten to the free-throw line also. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for Chris Milton props here. Terrell likes it. I also like it here. Um, I'll agree with you on uh, – I'm going to go it's other tough. side. I, I'm going to go Minnesota okay. here. Um, just because I do like the way they're playing, I think they're doing a better job on the defensive end. My question again for the Minnesota Timberwolves will be: Is going to be Carl Anthony Towns who kind of guards uh, Giannis? Is he going to be able to slow him down? But I do like the better effort that the um, the Minnesota Timberwolves making on the defensive end. And again, Anthony Edwards, this guy has been shot out of a cannon to start the season here. Another guy that uh, was on a guy that I mentioned on the propcast today for the NBA games as a player prop, 28 and a half points and rebounds combined. Uh, this guy's been absolutely crushing it and also took over two and a half, three point shots made for Anthony Edwards. So yeah, expecting I'm on, big things I'm on from, over two and a half. Yeah. Uh, expecting big things from Anthony Edwards tonight and at least going forward for the season. So uh, I'll take the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves plus the six and a half Terrell's leaning towards the bucks minus six and a half. So, um, you know, Definitely keep an eye out for this game here tonight. And again, I think it will probably be an Anthony Edwards and a Chris Middleton game that we both like uh, for this game. Moving over to the Los Angeles Lakers coming off an overtime victory last night without LeBron James uh, in San Antonio. They now go up to Oklahoma City Thunder, laying six points uh, against this Thunder team, currently seeing a total of 217. Terrell, where are you at with this game, buddy? Who from the Lakers is playing on a back-to-back? 
I do not. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the injury report here. If they've listed any guys out. I know LeBron didn't play last night because of the sore ankle. Um, but mm-hmm. he was traveling with the team, so that kind of means that he may be playing here tonight. I don't see an injury report submitted for the Lakers yet, so definitely something to keep an eye out on for sure. It's just so – I don't know. It's hard to – I guess you, you back the Lakers because the OKC covered against the Warriors last night, but I don't know. It's it's hard to say that I'm backing this Lakers team on the spread right now. And uh, freaking street clothes – Goes out there and gets hurt every single game. <laughs> Street clothes was was on the ground raving about his knee in the fourth quarter of the game last night. And it's yeah. like, dog, like every single – he's literally made of glass, like literally made of glass. And it's, it's frustrating. I don't know. I guess I'm rolling with the Lakers. Uh, you couldn't – Russ has been known to sit back-to-backs too, though. So it's like – you don't know who is who's gonna be out there, but yeah, I mean Malik Monk looked really really good last night. Austin Reeves came off the bench and looked good last night as well. Rookie mm-hmm. uh, out of Oklahoma that yeah. I loved, and so um, I, I I think that this Lakers team has more scoring options. Uh, they just focus on the defensive end, but they have scoring options that are in that roster that they can go to when yeah. these guys are out. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Lakers minus the six and just fade OKC right now, but I don't I don't like it, especially not knowing who's actually going to play. Yeah, I think this is a game that you definitely want to check the injury report before uh, betting this game or, or making any picks. Um, yeah, for, for the reasons that you mentioned, right, Dan, they're on a back-to-back. We saw Anthony Davis kind of grab his knee last night um, going down in that fourth quarter, but he was able to continue. Russell Westbrook, known for sitting back-to-backs, going back to last season when he was with the Washington Wizards. And even when he was with the Rockets, he was kind of sitting those back-to-backs also. So uh, Malik Monk, like you mentioned, he was plus 31 on his plus-minus last night for the Lakers. Next closest guy was Dwight Howard at plus 12. Everybody else was either single digits plus-minus or were a minus completely. So, um, yeah, I I can't back this OKC uh, team. I think that the Lakers... Depending on who does play, I think this is a game where they just kind of come out and just crush a weaker opponent. You know, this is a game that they know that they kind of have to win here or, you know, pile up those wins against these lesser teams. I think the six is a little conservative here. But we're not going to bet this game until we see the injury report and to see who's sitting and who is out for the Lakers. So um, we could move on to the next game here, Terrell. Uh, another game that it's gonna, I think definitely going to be a fun game to watch. We have the Memphis Grizzlies going up to the Northwest to take on the Portland Trail Blazers. Currently seeing the Blazers favored by minus two with a total of 234. Uh, where are you at with this game, Terrell? Is John not playing like an MVP right now? He is playing out of is his John- mind, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> Ja is averaging 35 points in the regular season right now. And they're not even talking about it. 35 and eight assists. He is no, nobody's talking about it. Literally nobody. It's just like we see it and they're like, oh, okay, he did. No, Ja is averaging 35 points in the regular season right now. Yeah. And three through his first three games, he's averaging 35 points. Now that's not to say that, you know, 
that that's just that's huge. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna downplay that. I'm not gonna downplay a guy who averaged 17 is for his rookie year, then 19 is his sophomore season, and he comes out the first three game averaging 35 points per game. That is huge. He's ta- yeah. he's taking the next step in his game. Yeah, he has taken the next step in his game, and so. uh while we talk about that, then we talk about somebody who we think is an MVP every single year and Dame Lillard and, you know, for somehow made the NBA 75 roster and he hasn't shown up this season at all yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like at all. And it, and even last game in a spot mm-hmm. against the Clippers where you're like, okay, if there's ever a spot, if there's ever a team that Dame's going to get up for and Dame's going to go out there and put on a show, it's got to be against Paul George and the Clippers. No, yeah. no, he still, he still hasn't shown up. He still has not shown up yet, and so I'm putting I'm putting the Trailblazers in auto fade until they show me otherwise. Yeah. Until Dame and this team shows me otherwise. Till the everybody else around Dame and CJ shows me otherwise, because it's really only been Dame Dame for what little he's been doing, and really all of CJ McCollum all these games. I can't I can I cannot get behind this team right now. I really can't. So I'm. I don't like taking the Grizzlies going across all the way to Portland on the road, but how Jaws playing, I don't know how you don't take them. Yeah, I agree with you. I love Memphis here tonight, and I think that, you know, them traveling to Portland is not a big deal because the last time they played was on Sunday. So they've had two full days off, or sorry, yeah, two full days off here. And now you're trapped, I'm sorry, traveling up to Portland. Um, let's take a look at, it's kind of stepping back, looking at the stats here. Memphis is number one in the league right now in points in the paint at close to 61 per game. I think a lot of that has been job because if you kind of take a look at his game log, the guy is shooting 58% from the field. He's doing pretty Mm -hmm. well from the three-point line where we talked about that. If he can just improve his jump shot, this guy is going to be a superstar in this league going forward. And he's starting to take those leaps every single year, like you mentioned, from his rookie year to sophomore year till, till this to this uh, point of the season so far. So he's looked really good. I agree with you again, man. I'm, I'm going to take the points here with the Memphis Grizzlies, that plus two. I kind of see it trending towards going to minus two and a half, minus three. So maybe wait this out of here a little bit. Uh, so we probably will get to three uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. But I just like the way they're playing right now. And I'll quickly say I'm leaning with the over in this game also because the, um, the Memphis Grizzlies, their first three games here, in their season opener, they scored. They had a combined score of 253 against the Clippers, 234, and then against the Lakers, they had 239. So currently seeing a total of 234. We know how bad defensively the Portland Trailblazers are. Um, uh-huh. Hopefully, Damian Lillard shoots a little bit better tonight because I don't think it get any worse for him. Two of 24 from three-point land so far for Damian Lillard. Uh, I see Norman Powell is question. Oh, sorry, doubtful for tonight's game again. So, uh, sorry, I'm going to go with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'm also going to go with the um, the over in this game at 233.5, where I just see it tick down to. So uh, that's where I'm kind of at with this game. Well, you have a uh, uh, lean on the total here, Terrell? Um, not really a lean on the total, but I'm going to give out uh, Desmond Bain over 13.5 points. Okay. This guy, is, he, he's cleared this by far in every single game of the season thus far. Uh 22, 19, 17. So I'm I'm riding with Desmond Bain here. I think that uh he's a definitely a scoring option in this team, especially with uh Dylan Brooks out. Yeah. 
And so mm-hmm. he he's he's taking on he's taking on that extra scoring role next to Ja. And I think that Desmond Bain's gonna have a pretty a pretty solid game. I think he clears his thirteen and a half. I don't think the books have adjusted yet. This should probably be closer to sixteen. Yeah, I agree with you. If you kind of take a look at Desmond Bain's game log here, he's played at least thirty minutes in every single game, and like you just mentioned, seventeen, nineteen, twenty-two. Getting about 15 shots per game. So I think that 12 and a half, 13 and a half, 13 and a half number you said is a little conservative for Desmond Bain, especially with a big total here, right? With 234. So expecting to see points in this game. So I kind of love that. Um, love that uh, player prop here that you just mentioned, uh, Terrell. Let's move on here to the next game. We have the Sacramento Kings headed to uh, Phoenix to take on the CP3 and Devin Booker led Phoenix Suns. Currently seeing a line of minus seven and a half for the Phoenix Suns, a total of 224 and a half. Terrell, where are we at with this game, bud? The, uh, I don't know what Sacramento team we're gonna get. Yeah. I'm not I'm not certain what Sacramento team we're gonna get here. Uh they look they always start the season well, but then mm-hmm. we know that this is a Luke Walton coach team and He's just not going to get the best out of players that are in front of him. And yeah. so he's going to find ways to give this game away. And I'm just not certain. I love I love De'Aaron Fox. I love what De'Aaron Fox is doing this season. I think I've said before the season that I think this is a, De- a year De'Aaron Fox can sit here. And if, you know, these guys at top of the West in that guard position really slip, De'Aaron Fox could sneak into an all-star spot. Mm-hmm. So, um I think that, you know, this could be a, a, a get-right game for him and, you know, he could get back into that 25, 30-plus category that we know that he scored, that we know he can be in. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just the DeAndre eight in situation and just stuff. I don't I, I don't know. This is a lot of points, but I just talk, – talk me out of the Suns. Talk me out of the Suns. I'm on the Suns. I'm, I'm on the Suns right now. I don't like it, but talk yeah. me out of the Suns. I'm going to pivot here, uh, Terrell. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to go with the, the Sacramento Kings in the first half. And okay. the line currently right now is uh, four and a half for that first half. And I know last season the Suns were a great first half team and they're a great first quarter team, but Sacramento has come out playing well in the first half in their first three games. In fact, they've led in every single game so far in the first quarter, or sorry, in the first half against the Warriors. They were up 62 to 60 against Uh the um, Jazz. They were, believe they were up 52 to 46. And then against the Blazers on opening night in Portland, they were up 62 to 49. So I'm going to stay with that trend. Um, Give me the Kings plus four and a half in the first half, man. I know second half, it seems like they kind of fall apart. And when coaching really matters in the second half point, like you said, that Luke Walden factor kind of comes in. So I'm going to go with the first half here for Sacramento Kings. Give me that plus four and a half. No, yeah, I like it. I like that play, definitely. This will be interesting. I'm going to, yeah, it seems like we're getting that effort from the Kings in that first half, but it hasn't translated into the second half. And I think, that they're slowly getting better, especially on the defensive end from what they were the last couple of seasons under Luke Walton. But I think this is going to be another team, Turo, that we probably want to see kind of wait and see to see how they do against some of these opponents. And I mean, they've they faced a very tough schedule to start the season here too, right? They had Blazers, they took care of business in the opening game. They played Utah, one of the better teams. The Warriors, 
uh, look really good to start the season. Now you're going up against the Phoenix Suns that won the Western Conference last year, made it to the NBA Finals. So I think we're learning a lot about the Sacramento Kings here. Uh, any other leans or player props you have for this game before we get to the final game? No, no, let's get to it. All right, let's get to the final game here tonight. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers headed to L.A. to take on the Clippers. Clippers, a minus four favorite with a – ooh, that's not right. That's the first half line. Um, rewind. Let me go back. Uh, I was about the, to say, I'm yeah. about to jump on that right now. <laughs> hey, I was about to I was about to lock that up right now. Rewind. The Cleveland Cavaliers are an eight-point underdog in L.A. tonight against the Clippers, currently seeing a total of 219. Terrell, where are we going with this game? I'm on the Clippers. I'm fading Cleveland going all the way to L.A., um, during this road trip, I know I am. I'm on Paul George. I don't think anybody is slowing Paul George down in this game. Paul George looks amazing to start the season. Yeah, like he looks amazing to start the season. He's really shouldering and putting this team on his back. And you know, uh, that's what we know Paul George to do, especially in the regular season. That's what we know Paul George to do. Like he will put the, he will put the team on his back. Now, there's been some turmoil going on on the rest of this team. You know, it's been some up and down, some uh, shooting woes from Marcus Morris, some shooting woes from Reggie Jackson at times. But Mm. ultimately, this Clippers team is really, really good. This Clippers team is one of the best teams in the West. And I'm going to go ahead and fade, you know, one of the worst teams in the East going out there, even though they got three seven-footers staring them down in the face. (laughs) I think that's going to be a theme of our show, Terrell. We're going to be talking about these three seven-footers. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. If, all I hope, hey, somebody, some one of the, I hope one of the fans is like good at graphic design. Make me a three seven footer shirt, and I will buy it. I will buy <laughs> it and wear it. Like I'm all for go. it. Yeah, just like going off of what Paul George is doing this season, man. He's averaging twenty eight points per game, seven rebounds, five assists, and he's averaging four steals per game. So, if you see something with the um, with Paul George's uh, steals at one and a half or possibly two at even money, I would probably take a look at that because he's at, he's had at least two steals in every single game, but he had eight steals against the Portland Trailblazers the other night where they absolutely just yes. killed him. Um, I'll agree with you, man. Again, again, I, I, we hate the agreements here, but I think that this, uh, this, this Clippers team, even without Kawhi Leonard, the other guys have really stepped up for this team, right? Eric Bledsoe. Has not looked really bad at all for for the for the Clippers team. Reggie Jackson has been good. Uh, Luke Kennard is a guy that we haven't really talked about. He's been really good for the Clippers also. So if they're able to get that consistent shooting out of those kind of that depth, that kind of takes the pressure off of Paul George. Not that he needs the pressure off of him because he's looked really good in the first three games here. Um, I'll lay the points here with the Clippers um, at home here against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Any uh, lean on this total here, Terrell? Um, it feels like an under game. Okay. It feels like an under game. It feels like the Clippers don't run the score up if they really, really don't need to. Yeah. Uh, and especially if the Cavs can't get out here and score at all, then um, I don't think that this can go up. I feel like this goes under. I feel like the Clippers get after it defensively, hold the Cavs to a minimal amount of points, and then just say, "All right, we'll we'll cruise to a nice win. We don't have to go and blow the bro- you know yeah. put put up 120 points." Yeah, and then, then these are two of the slower-paced teams, at least to start the season here. Uh, Cleveland's averaging about 103.3 possessions uh, 
the season so far, which ranks number 20, and the Clippers are number 24th at 102.3. So definitely a slower pace always helps the uh, on underbetters. And again, three-point shots made the Cleveland Cavaliers don't really have those three-point shooters. They're only averaging nine makes through their first four games here, ranking number 29 out of 30 teams. So um, <clears throat> definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, that will be the 10 game schedule here. Let's take a final break here. We'll come back. We'll get to best bets, player props, and of course, Terrell's uh, parlay for the night. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athlete so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite athletes, start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy to use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use promo code SGPNNBA, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time as long as a player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with promo code SGPNNBA to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And don't forget, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, uh, let's go with the lock and a dog. I know you mentioned it last time we don't do the lock dog tease, but we'll go with the lock and the dog and give me your yeah let's start with that and we'll get into the player props and then your parlay at the end so give me your lock and dog for the wednesday schedule tonight all right my lock let's look at the board let's lock up charlotte minus five and a half against orlando that's just there there's disrespect for to this hornets team shout out to the 704 queen city uh there is just the name of the Charlotte Hornets, and that's why this this nine is this line is not closer to ten. This should really be closer to eight, nine, ten for Charlotte getting um laying points against this large dramatic team. So I'm going Charlotte minus five and a half. That's my lock. My dog. Uh, Come on, man. you're gonna pick Miami. You're gonna no, pick we, Miami. We can double. We, we'll double dog it. <clears throat> we'll, we'll double dog. We're gonna double yeah, dog Miami. Yeah, double lock on the dog. Come on. All right, all right, cool. All right, so fine. Fuck it. Miami, money line against the Brooklyn Nets. That's my dog. All right. So with my lock, I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics here going up against uh, uh, the Washington Wizards here tonight. I think this four is a little short. I mean, come on, man. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown have been playing absolutely beautiful basketball. I think that momentum continues for them at home tonight. Minus four in front of their fans. Uh, so give me the Boston Celtics minus the four. <clears throat> and just like Terrell mentioned, our dog's going to be the Miami Heat money line. Currently seeing a plus 145 um, on their on their money line price there. So I really think that that's going to be a great game. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Terrell, you have a uh, best bet, uh, maybe a player prop you want to give out and then also give out your parlay for the night, buddy. Um, Let's see here. 
Uh, I really like that Desmond Bain prop. I think I'm I just like going to go too, ahead yeah. and lock that up as my best prop. Uh, Desmond Bain over 13 and a half points. I think that line is not adjusted for his production and the minutes that he's getting at all. That's probably something where he would, he'd probably be getting that, those amount of points coming off the bench. So uh, getting 30, 30 plus minutes a game, like that's, no, I'll take Desmond Bain over 13 and a half points. I think he clears that easily. I like that, man. Again, especially with the, with the, the game log that we mentioned, Getting 30-plus minutes, he's getting the shots, and he's cleared that number easily in this first three games of the season. Now going up against a Portland team, defensively are not a good team, and again, a big total, that means that somebody's going to have to score points outside of John Morant. And Desmond Bain has been that guy so far for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I'll give a, uh, another player props that I do like. Um, <clears throat> it was that Precious Achua uh, for the Toronto Raptors. We had discussed this on the propcast here, and this was one of the ones I was also looking at this morning. Uh, over eight and a half rebounds for Precious Achua here tonight against the uh, Indiana Pacers. He's kind of their big man in that in that front court, and you know he's he's been able to get double digit rebounds in I think two out of the three or three out of the four games here for the um, Toronto Raptors. Now you're going up against the Pacers interior defense that is pretty much non-existent, especially when Miles Turner is lurking in that three-point line. Um, and then the other guy you have to deal with is Sabonis. So I think that Precious Achua should be able to get over eight and a half rebounds here tonight for the Toronto Raptors. All right, Sorrell, let's, let's finish strong, man. Give the people your parlay for tonight, man. What do you got? Oh, my gosh. I went crazy with this lottery ticket today. So. When you go to Wendy's, what do you order? Uh, I always get the uh, double stack, man. I, I love the double stack. Okay, the double stack comes in what, though? The four, the four, four, four. four. Yeah. You get the four, four, four. That's what, that's what we call around in the country. That's what we call it. We ain't the four for four. It's the four, four, four. All right. So we got the, we got the four, four, four parlay, four threes made, Way juiced on everybody's odds. Okay. So these these are four guys that I think is gonna go unconscious from three today. All knock down four threes, find their props, uh, whatever your book is, get a four uh four made threes plops that's gonna clear their line that they're at and give you some plus money on the back end. So I got Devontae Graham. Okay. Uh, number one against the Atlanta Hawks. I think this is a get right game for him and get out that scoring slump. Fred Van Fleet has to step up today. He has to step up today. Like so I'm going Fred Van Fleet here, four threes for him. He probably goes like four for 10 or something like that, to be honest. So we probably okay. just clear that. Anthony Edwards just gets the work. Like he just, he has a green light. Coach said, go out there and just shoot it. And he's been shooting it and lighting it up. <laughs> so let's go with Anthony Edwards. And then just like I talked about, his points prop is my best bet, Desmond Bain. He, I'm looking for him to get going from three now. He's scoring, but he hasn't been shooting as efficient from three as he normally does. So yeah. I want to see Desmond Bain get up <clears throat> for four, four made threes today. That four-leg parlay is going to pay you 150 to one. Ooh. Ooh, my gosh. and 50 to one. Oh, I got to get down on this for sure. So hey, you got something, so, so something crazy for the DJs. Something crazy for the DJs. Faux, faux, faux parlay. Remember it. The faux, faux, faux parlay. Devontae Graham, Fred Van Fleet, Anthony Edwards, Desmond Bain, all four plus made threes. All right. There it is. 150 to one parlay by Terrell Furman. That's Devontae Graham, Fred Van Vliet, 
Anthony Edwards, Desmond Bain to all hit four, at least four three-pointers in tonight's action on Wednesday night. So that is going to bring it to the end of it. I don't think there's even a better way to end the show with a 150 to one uh, parlay here by Terrell, but (laughs) hopefully Terrell is going to be celebrating tonight when he sees that all four of his guys have hit four, three point shots at least. So definitely uh, rooting for you there, Terrell. So that'll bring us to the end of the show here on the Wednesday action for the NBA games. Um, Terrell, let the people know where you, they can find you as usual and whatever whatever else you're working on for the for the sports gambling podcast network hey, everybody knows if you know it you know it if you don't well you better learn it find me on twitter and instagram at really real underscore underscore catch me in the college football experience college basketball experience nba gambling podcast shoot catch me on anything i'm a swiss army knife around here <laughs> and so you know Find all my writers at the SGPN app. Download that in the App Store, Google Play Store, wherever you can get your apps. And, you know, look, like I said, I tell you every single time, we are cashing checks all season, all season. And guess what? It didn't start with this 4 for 4 parlay because I didn't give you a 7 one and one week last podcast, but you are going to make money tonight. Let's get it. There we go. And like Terrell mentioned, Check out our picks daily over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Just hit that NBA tab. You'll see NBA picks. There's about four to five guys picking games every single night uh, for uh, for the NBA games every single night. So uh, definitely check it out. Again, check out the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We have so much content from college football, college basketball is ramping up. We have NFL in full swing. NBA is well underway. Uh, we've got a lot of World Series content coming out every single day. Um, so, so much going on. Just check out the website. Like Terrell said, make sure to uh, download the SGP and app, <clears throat> all the podcasts, picks, articles you can find on the app and make sure to follow the SGPN NBA, NBA gambling podcast, Twitter uh, account. That's where we'll be dropping all the NBA content. We'll be retweeting it. Uh, so if you're asking, when is the content going to drop? Make sure to follow all of us on the Twitter, but especially follow the NBA Gambling Podcast Twitter account. That's at SGPNNBA. So make sure to get over there, hit that follow button, and leave us a rating and review, man. If, if you love the show, I, I know many of you do because you've been asking for it. Leave us a nice review. Leave us a five-star review. Um, and again, we'll be here all throughout the season. So with that being said, let's break the books off tonight. Like Terrell said, let's make some money. Uh, let's hit our best bets and let's get it going for this NBA season. Till then, we'll be back Friday morning for more NBA picks. Till then, let it ride. Basketball, get it, get it.